Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of the Two Compass Basketball Podcast. Today we cover a hot topic and that is an MVP race. Do the lads think Jokic is running away with it? And who else are contenders? Listen in. Plus we long jump off the rails with some spicy banter. You won't want to miss it. As always, we are proudly partnered by Amateur Hour Sports Network, so check us out on their website, as well as everything Two Compass on our link tree in the IG bio. But first, know it all, blast that beat one more time. Hey everyone, we're back with another amazing episode coming up for you guys. We have my dear friends, Liam and Andres. How are you guys doing this week? Doing pretty good, Dan. Uh, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a good week. I, uh, you know, had an unfortunate wipeout on my bicycle, so oh, I uh, no. dusted up my hand a little bit in my arm, but um, no, maybe a little bit of March bad just withdrawals, but you know what? NBA playoffs are coming up relatively soon, so we're going to have something, something right, even, right. Uh, well, not, I don't think it's even better, but equally as intense, hopefully, for, uh, to watch. True. Yeah, we do have the playing games. How about you, Andres? Yeah, the are playing games are going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good. Uh, I didn't get any sleep last night because I was partying after that Jake Paul win. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're like, you're like Snoop and Pete Davidson. Uh, yeah. Counting. I, I they, they got me a flight out. They got me a flight out. And uh, yeah, just been chilling. Nice, nice. I wish I, wish, I, wish, I, wish I could have saw that, co- that concert in person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's good now. I mean, like Liam said, a little bit of withdrawal from March Madness, but we're getting into fantasy playoffs and NBA playoffs soon. So, just trying to yeah. shift our shift our focus. Speaking of which, how is your guys' fantasy matchup this week for a keeper league? Mine's really close. Topping off the this last mine, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm riding uh, first place, but I think he, he's been dealt with a lot of injuries and um, like resting players. So I just got lucky this week. It was like, yeah. or so it would have been a close matchup. I'm playing our friend of the program, Dev Curry, and uh, I'm up right now. Uh, I should I should get over the line, but I know I had a couple players pop up with rest or small injuries. So that's not annoying. Yeah, that is yeah. really annoying, and I think that's one of the things we're going to talk about actually. So that transit or that kind yeah. of uh, previews well the podcast. But I should get over the line against Dev. I think I have more players playing than he does today, but uh, I don't like to to make any guarantees until it happens. Yeah, yeah, true, true. This is yeah. why playoffs is tricky, though, for fantasy. Yeah. It's just for this reason. Yeah. Yeah, frat basketball, for sure. And that's why we have, like, the our regular season winner takes more of the pot, I guess, than our playoff mm-hmm. season winner, which is not uh, not a popular not, opinion, I guess, in terms of what other not leagues common. do. Not common. I, yeah. I, li- I like it. I, I think like it's it a too. good decision. I think it's a good decision as well. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess uh, I guess some people find value in players not playing or playing to their full potential in the, the last uh, little bit, but that just us. Uh, anyways, but yeah, so so like Liam says, we do have a we do have some nice topics we wanted to touch upon in the NBA because we're done with college basketball for now. Um, but we do want to touch upon one that's been a, a big concern for a lot of people, whether your team's on the receiving end of it or not um it is about players resting and then like the nba obviously has initiated some fines especially for andres and i's toronto raptors recently for 25k um so yeah we want to touch upon that and i want to see your your guys opinions like what do you guys think about all like the all these players resting and obviously the fantasy implications for it and um and why they're doing it and maybe what what the nba should do obviously they're finding some teams but it seems like i don't know are they finding the right teams what do you guys think well, I'll let Liam go I first. Mean, yeah, I've always been a pretty pretty anti rest. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand they're putting their bodies through a lot, and I think the NBA was going heavy into like resting and over resting. I think even before this season, but you know, as soon as the short off season happened, and LeBron was complaining about it, and other people are complaining, and it's a compact regular season with lots of games, you just knew that. Like if you thought last year and the year before was uh, teams resting players and shutdowns were happening, then this year was going to be even worse. So it's not super surprising, I don't think, to see the amount of resting and players being out for a long time. I mean, LeBron's kind of never really cared about the regular season, which fair enough. He really turns it on in the playoffs and doesn't really care about his team's regular season speed. So 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really know how to feel. Like I, I wish players would play more. Obviously, I do think it's a little bit easier to also rest with fans out of the out of the stadium. Yeah. And um, if it was full houses, and you know, people come That's to see point. players like LeBron, people come to see players like AD, um, Kawhi. I don't know. Kevin all, Durant. All these stars that rest. Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And if you know. Imagine if we from from Canada, I don't know, made a trip down to LA and you know our hard earned money that we put into a trip to go yeah. see them, and then they just rested them. That would that would really suck. Yeah, so there was one case. Bit, I think we got to travel from like chi- China yeah, to like Cleveland to see LeBron yeah. James, and he ended up resting. Like how? Like oh man, yeah. that'd be like so heart wrenching. Like DNP rest, yeah, yeah. the worst. So. I don't know. I guess it's a little bit better that fans aren't there, but like they're just going to get used to this side. I'm sure they'd still do it with fans in the building. So yeah, I'm uh I'm against rest to be honest, but I don't know. It's, it's kind of seems like a topic that when you bring up the, there's always pushback because the players are like, well, the off season's so short, like that we have so many games, which is true, but I don't know. I think, I think it's, I think it gets over overplayed, overblown a little bit the, that they need rest and, that they can't play yeah. all these games. What do you guys I think? think? I, I agree. I agree with you. Um, I think it's more on the league to kind of help the players out a little bit. I know like some, some like the, the back-to-backs thing is the, the big, the big like um, reason why players rest is because a lot of players don't obviously want to get injured on a back-to-back because some of them are playing like 40 minutes a night. So it's like, it's, it's tough in that sense. But then again, you want to fit your regular season within a, like a time period, right? So I know that the league going back and forth, like the, the, this, well, not this past season because of COVID, but like they're trying to fit in as many games as they can before the playoffs run. You don't want to run in too much into the summer if you don't have, if you, if you don't have to. So I think one part would be the league trying to figure that they're scheduling out. And another thing is like the players, I think the players do have to show more initiative in terms of playing. I know you don't want to get injured, but again, like Kevin Durant's getting paid like what, like, like 35 million, million a year to play six months of, of, of basketball. So yeah. like, I mean, like, and he had injuries. I know it's concerning. Like, I know I'm picking on Kevin Durant right now, but like there was, he like literally he, before the 76ers game last week, he dropped like 30 and then he ends up resting the next game. Like, I just, I just mm-hmm. like, and it's a, and this is a huge game that the, the, the Brooklyn Nets are playing against basically the number one for a number one seed. So like this one, mm-hmm. I just don't really get like that aspect of, of resting. And then um, just to go a little bit, sideways but the Raptors getting fined 25k to OG for OG and Kyle Lowry they said it was a miss like what did they put what, what did they call it um they kind of skewed the report saying that they were injured but they actually weren't but I mean I'm, like I don't get like Russell Westbrook rests all the time on a back-to-back so like I don't get what where, where the line is maybe it was because of that on getting fined or not and and it might be because it wasn't uh, the Wizards games aren't broadcasted um nationally all the time especially in the back-to-back so i think that would be yeah but no i I honestly think that's like what they put like if you're a nationally televised game you have to play unless you're injured so i don't know it's just it's just kind of weird in my in my my opinion but i do think i think i do think some nba players should be playing more than they actually are yeah and i I agree i mean i think the only i think the big thing i got out of andre's is uh soliloquy was that the the washington wizards are trash (laughs) and they don't have national nationally televised games but (laughs) aggregators will be all over them yeah (laughs) uh no but like uh, i agree um i think i think the, the thing is like this wasn't an issue like just now right this was like, and, and now would be a valid excuse for people to rest because of the schedule is so condensed because of COVID and everything like that. And like the late season start and they don't want to push it into s- summer, like Andre said. But, um, but this is, this has always been an issue. It's not just like this year where you can, you can make it an excuse for it. Um, there's always been stars restings on big day, um, big days. There's been, the, the league has been issuing penalties for stars, um, resting on uh, nationally televised games, but I don't even know. Like I'm not even sure where the line is drawn at this point. To be honest, like what what they find and what they don't find. Like for example, just like reaching into fantasy implications. Um, I know the league doesn't care about that, but like for us people who play fantasy basketball, like oh, I have my definitely Con- annoying for us. Yeah, like <laughs> I have my Conley, who's having a good season, so I depend on him to like at least like play play a lot of the games. But he has he was injured for a little bit this season, and he is like on like the back end of his career. And Utah is probably trying to make a deep playoff push. 
Um, but like every other, like every back to back, basically, um, my colony's resting because they're ha- because of like quote unquote uh, like risk management or injury management because of his like, hamstring. So he plays like he drops twenty or something one game, and then he he's resting the second. And this was a big one on Victor Oladipo too, like early in the season. Uh, now I know now he's injured, but every back to back he's he rested, and it's like man, like. I don't know, like, I understand why you're doing it, but it's just so frustrating as, like, a fan here. Like, what do, what do you do, like, with a player that's going to be playing every, basically every other game? I don't know. It's just, like, super frustrating. And, Especially uh, like, if it's, like, someone who's producing for you. Okay, yeah. first of all, Victor Oladipo and my no, 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 they say <laughs> no, no, that was actually <laughs> genuine. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, so, actually, you know what? That wasn't genuine. That would have been a good joke. Yeah, I'm so used to Liam taking jabs. Yeah, I know. season. Yeah, you're right. That was out of character. Oladipo does <laughs> Liam, it's, Liam, it's too, it's too early for this. So my, my brain doesn't go for like the actual like logic behind it. It just goes for like automatic instinct. And my instinct wasn't like, yeah. taking a jab at me. So yeah. uh, no, but like, yeah. So that, that it's true though. Like players that impact your team a lot, it just sucks. Cause it's something that you didn't predict. Like, I mean, like go, us going into it. Like, I know we, we talked about like our fantasy teams, Liam early and like drafting and stuff like that. I don't think we really drafted based on like prediction of like rest or anything even though it's a huge factor like we no. didn't really it's gonna have like, to become a factor you're right yeah so i don't like i mean i don't know if it's just because of this like condensed schedule or not i don't know like i'm sure there's still gonna be resting issues but yeah it just, if you just have a guy really who's bad. like if you have a guy who's like 30 or up it's basically like oh he's gonna rest yeah that's actually and has facts. and has had an injury in his career yeah <laughs> like it's literally everyone now yeah honestly like the only like there's been like some pretty reliable players still like uh, I don't even know. Like for you guys, who's been like the most reliable? Like in terms of like, like well, mine's easy. Mine's easy. Nikola Jokic hasn't missed one game yet so far all season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. So like, that's yeah. just, like MVP? I can't even think. I can't even think of one for me because my best players are AD, Bam, Curry, Wood. They've yeah, all missed tough. time. But like, do you do thing or just like just Bam, like Bam was COVID? So that was in- injuries that was and uh, wasn't it? Um, I think it was well, Bam COVID. I'm not sure. Uh, no, Bam didn't have COVID. Bam was, Bam was hurt. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they've all missed time to injuries. They ha- I, I assume when AD comes back, he'll be resting like crazy to finish out the yeah. regular season. So. That's true. Um, but like, but like for the most part. Oh, like John players... Wall. John Wall is always resting back to backs, but you kind of expected that from yeah, him, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, that's so. true, true. But like for, for your players though, there, there, have you, have you had a lot of like resting issues other than like John Wall? But like, uh, well, no, not just this. Just this week it started. They arrested Potal, who uh, I don't know, not a huge contributor, but he's my blocks guy basically. So <laughs> true. Yeah. Um. Well, someone else popped up uh, on me yesterday that that was miss. Oh, well, it was just Wall, who's who's now for this back to back. Um. So no, I th- I feel like it's the storm is coming. Like I haven't had yeah, a ton of arrests, mostly just injuries. But I feel like that now that it's, you know, what are we a month out from playoffs? Yeah. And I think yeah, now the storm's coming. Yeah, that's true. Like, especially like you could count Anthony Davis to basically start resting games. Although, like, th- like the the Lakers are a fifth, a fifth seed, so I don't know. Like, you think if they start like tanking more, not like like inadvertently tanking because they're resting losing. players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they start losing because like, you think about it. Like, they have Portland, Dallas, and Memphis on their heels. You're telling me they're not going to try their hardest to like push up in in the rankings in the last month? Honestly, like, I, I don't think I don't think the Lakers care very much. I think they know that they can beat anyone, basically. If they if they bring if they have everyone there healthy, so I feel like they're well, kind of don't care yeah, about their seat. I was gonna say I'll tell you that they'll probably rather be a, a um a whatever matchup you're not, you're not going against the Clippers. So I'm sure they're playing the numbers yeah. to seeing like you're not going to see the Clippers first or second round, and then they'll, they'll be okay. Well, well right right now they're very close to, to seeing them in the first round. They're just too like that would Portland's, be a great Portland, first round Portland series. Six. Yeah. And Portland six, Lakers are fifth, or two game difference, and then the Clippers are third. So imagine Portland, how fun that Portland would be. Up to them. Yeah. yeah, the the LA teams in the first round that would be awesome. That, yeah, that, that would, would be. be. Finally, we get the matchup we want. Yeah, um, and one because one of them would just be such a disappointing season. Whoever, whichever team lost. Yeah, if, especially if the Clippers lost first round. No, the Clippers would be last would be worse. I think. I think the Clippers oh, yeah. would be worse. Yeah, that, they would be in trouble. The Lakers at least won last year, and they could be like whatever injuries, shortened season. But the clip, the Clippers yeah. would ha- come with all those excuses, but they would just would have nothing to stand on. 
Yeah. yeah I, feel bad for, I feel is bad it? for Steve Ballmer, man. Remember how excited he was on that in that yeah. press conference when he <laughs> unveiled those guys? He thought they were going straight to an NBA championship. Yeah. Which they should have, realistically. They should, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. They should have. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see what Kawhi does if uh, if it does happen. Because um, I'm wonder I'm wondering if he's going if he's think he's rethinking his whole going to LA situation. I wouldn't put it past him. The guy back, seems to back, back, back to Toronto. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, why not? Daughter's born in Toronto. They got a Canadian passport. <laughs> let's get him over here. Masai, do your magic. So he came to Toronto for one year, won an NBA championship, and and had a kid there. And dipped, yeah, and dipped, and then and they just dipped. dipped to LA. There you go, though. Those are some those are some major life memories in in Toronto. Yeah, big milestones. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny because I remember. I know we're like getting really off track, but like I remember when when it was like the the Kawhi Leonard like media hype when he was deciding what he was going to do. After the championship, and I the remember helicopters. like, yeah, the helicopters. <laughs> yeah, the helicopters. And it was funny, yeah, Kawhi. And it's funny because I was I was guilty of it too. Like I was always like trying to follow, see, like see the latest updates on social media, and like and like for for a lot of people that aren't like um Canadians or maybe even close to like around the GTA or in Ontario, um, we have this like account called Six Buzz. Um, for it's really popular now, but like it's specifically for GTA and like all that stuff that happens. I follow like yeah, and they were like on top of that shit. And yeah. I remember they posted a video of like Kawhi, um, and they had like a caption. And I think other outlets <laughs> were like posting this too. But Kawhi was walking around like Niagara Falls, which is like close to the border of like uh, Canada and the United States. And and like I said, like Kawhi Leonard looked like visiting Niagara Falls, looking for a school for her for his daughter or something like that. And everyone like, started going crazy, like you know, Kawhi staying, Kawhi staying. And, like, I don't know how true that was. Like if he was actually looking for like a, a yeah. school for his daughter in like Niagara Falls, but like man, it was so funny. Meanwhile, like it was just like Meanwhile Daniel's commenting on it. He's like, I was actually following him. I was within earshot. No conversations yeah. were had about the school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't confirm. I was dressed up yeah. with a mustache and yeah. Uh, yeah. reading a newspaper with holes cut out in it and I was listening to him. A trench coat. Yeah. 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 I was like, who the hell is this guy <laughs> following there, me? There was no words from her, do- her daughter whether she liked it or not. There's, I cannot confirm. I cannot, I cannot confirm. Yeah. Can confirm daughter just cried and pooped. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on site, on site reporting. Daughter seemed less than pleased with Niagara Falls. Just cried. Yeah. <laughs> move, move, move to LA imminent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, as I saw, like while I just say to Niagara Falls, as his daughter, his daughter was crying. I was crying too. <laughs> <laughs> Tears were shed, uh, not just yeah. from Kawhi's daughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But that, yeah, that, no, that just goes to show, team. like, how important this, like, NBA title was to Toronto. Like, we wouldn't be doing this, yeah. like, to anyone else um, otherwise. Like, I, even at this yeah. point, I don't even think we would do this to any NHL players, considering how big, like, Tor- Toronto is for a hockey market. It was just yeah. insane. Yeah. Just kind of proves, like, you got to take advantage of your championship window. It can be shorter than expected. Like, I know. No, seriously. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, trying I to get the Raptors. Like, I know, no, I'm, I'm actually giving the Raptors. No, no, this is uh, this actually is serious. Uh, okay. I know where you think this is going, but this is uh, like, you know, the Raptors. They saw that they had a window and they took advantage of it. Like I see teams like uh, like the Celtics, for example. I know uh, like Bill Simmons always talks about the Celtics. Last year was was their best chance. They like it really opened up for them. Miami Heat were uh, were the team that came out and. The Celtics are finding a lot tougher this year. Um, I don't know, maybe even the Clippers. Like, if Kawhi walks and they haven't won anything, then, like, yeah. there's a shorter yeah. window than expected. Like, Bomber probably would have expected four or five years of real contention. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, like, COVID, like, COVID did play, like, it was tough. Like, like COVID yeah. kind of put, like, and I know it's, like, not the big, like, the world of excuses is, like, um, for the Clippers, but... I think COVID did play a part in, in like their championship window. Yeah, for sure it did, but that's that's still no one's gonna be happy with, yeah, with that. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, very we'll, true. We'll, we'll, we'll look at even like I mean, this is a, a good example of the a team that did whatever they could for like a championship but didn't work. But look at like the Houston Rockets with like James Harden. Very like, yeah. it's it's not their fault though, because they, they actually did everything they could to like make James Harden happy and put a team around him. But yeah. It was just like, yeah, like you never know when a window could shut. It just could like the snap of your fingers, your superstar could want to leave, and then it's done. Now look at the Rockets now, like they're basically just on full full on like rebuild. So 
Um, it, it could come like to the oh, end of Yeah, <laughs> it could come. It could come as fast as it um arrived. So, or it could leave yeah. as fast as it arrived. So, um, yeah, no, it's definitely something you should take advantage of. And I mean, I think, I think, and we're like really getting off track, but I think Masai has done like the right thing and basically just had to adjust to like not getting quiet, right? So, well, do you think so? Because like the way it's going, it seems like they should have traded Lowry. But I mean, yeah, I, like, but I don't think it would have made a huge difference if they traded Lowry. To be honest, like, wh- like, what do you gain? Like, you don't, you're not going to team, you're not going to get better. You're not making play. Like, you're not better than no. what you are now. So, no, like, I agree. Point? I think like they seem like they're kind of like, aren't they tanking a little bit? Would you guys say? Yeah, I would say uh, so. I would say they're tanking would say a little bit, but but they're also like they're very young, right? So it's not like you're like if this yeah, year is really saying. weird year. Like you're not playing in yeah. Toronto this year. Like it's like there's so many factors that are into play. Like this year doesn't have to be the the year you win a championship. So it's like like dude, yeah. Do so I'm thing. saying, shouldn't you have traded Lowry yet anyways? Because he's for probably assets. gonna leave for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah for uh, assets. Yeah. I think they weren't. They didn't get the haul they wanted, and I think they valued Larry a lot. And I don't think teams, teams did. Yeah. If teams were just kind of dicking them down or yeah. dicking around, not making real offers, then yeah. might as well yeah. keep. Honestly, yeah, probably worth it to keep Lowry, have him finish. Say, yeah. like, he's your franchise. Like, he's the best Raptor of all time. I think, like I was yeah. telling Daniel before, like if, if anything, if anything happens, Calari, I just hope it they part ways, like clean, like no dirty breakup. No toxic, no toxic girlfriend. No I, I think boyfriend. They, they definitely and, will. And then, yeah. and then, and then I'd be happy that way. Yeah, there's no chance that there's any animosity. Yeah, if yeah, I, I figure the trade deadline might have might have had something, maybe because um, you saw like Kyle Lowry like waving at the camera, like peace signs at the camera. Like I thought for sure yeah. he was leaving, and yeah, I didn't know how true. it was going to be yeah. like in terms of um, the departure. But even, so. even with that. It seemed like they were very, like, obviously we're not in the conversations, but from the outside, it, lo- it appeared as if they were very, like, all right, Kyle, like, where do you want to go? Like, yeah, like sure. we're, we're going to do you a solid. So that could also yeah. be a factor, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I guess to get back on track with our resting, even though we, yeah, we, we digress a lot. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, the, rest, the resting doesn't really help, I guess, anyone but the, the players. Um, like, the fans obviously don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> The owners yeah. don't like it. The league doesn't the really TV, like it. TV, TV companies, media. media doesn't like it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just think it, it's getting a little bit out of hand now. I understand for this season. I totally get it. There's a lot of back-to-backs, very condensed schedule. So, we'll see what happens moving forward. Um, but I don't think there's going to be an end to, like, basically what... It's like what we talked about it before, like the player empowerment, to be able to do whatever you want, to keep your body right, and stuff yeah. like that. So, and this is, I guess, one negative towards We'll that. see what happens. Yeah. You know, the... Um, I gotta say, like, I, I always kind of, like, if you draw comparisons with the NHL, which is, like, a similar length of season, like, yeah, the NHL, yeah. like, no one, no one really rests, right? And yeah, it's which is, like, kind of a yeah, similar, similar schedule. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like basketball probably doesn't need to rest as much. Um, I do, I will say, yeah, like, you guys make good points. I do have a, like a lot of respect for the guys like Jokic that just don't miss a game. I think that's awesome. So I'm starting to respect those guys more. Jokic, I don't yeah. know who else. Dame, Dame, Dame never misses a game. Yeah, I don't think Luca rests, does he? No, uh, I don't. Know. But he's also but young. He's, he, he's very young. About, yeah. yeah, he's young. Dame's like 30, and he he's, yeah, he's Dame, the rare breed now. 30 year old yeah. who you know high usage, high minutes every night, and doesn't rest. I say even even Yanis too. Like unless he's like injured, yeah, Yanis never he'll, he'll never play. rest. Play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I don't know. Um, it's it's it'll, it's an interesting topic and always going to be an interesting topic. But uh, I think I think it's something that we'll have to see in the upcoming years what happens to. Yeah, but what do you like say? What do you do? Like, what would you what, what would you put in place in order for them like to make? I guess it would just only be stricter guys, stricter pro- like protocols or guidelines. Get, to like what you should get paid by the game, unless Oof, like damn. real injury. I think that's. I think that's. Yeah, a, but then what, that's do you, a what do you judge slope. as like real? Yeah. What do you judge as like a real injury? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That was just kind of something off the top of my head. Maybe it would. Yeah, yeah true, true. Yeah. But I don't know what you do. Yeah. So all right. So let's move on to our next topic, which is uh, something really spicy and I've been a hot topic of late, um, and that's the MVP race. Um, so like I know we have some front runners in uh, Jokic. Uh, we have Yanis up there. We have. Um, I mean, we did have James Harden before before his uh, injury. Sam He's missing one name still. Um, Embiid, and then, Curry, and then, Embiid. And then we have, wait, I can't, I can't utter those words. I can't utter those words. 
Uh, how <laughs> <dare> you? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I actually completely set my mind. And then Embiid too. Yeah. Um, coming back from the injury, he's back in contention. Um, so yeah. So I don't know. Like, I think. What, what do you guys think? Like, is there any candidates out of the? And that's like the list, the consensus list for the most part. Um, is there anyone missing from there? Do you think um, players shouldn't be on that list? Um, like, what, what do you guys think of like the MVP race? How it's shaping out to be? Uh, Andrew, we'll go Steph- with you first. Oh yeah. St- I was just gonna say because Steph Curry's getting some sleeper buzz, Dan. Yeah, so, I want, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm it. yeah, I have a, I have a player too that I want to want to throw right. his hand. In there. I'll wait my turn. Pardon I'll me. Say, just to preface, I think this year it's going to be a lot of like availability that comes to the forefront. Yeah. I think of MVP race, the best so, ability. Yeah, the, the best, best ability is availability. Yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dan 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 Dan's, that one. That's a Daniel Daniel's motto, and your and your Ross is a little deep out. But anyways, so. I'd what am I going to trade him for? No one's going to no one's going to give me anything from from in my defense. It's because you think he's like okay. Anyways, well we'll go with the MVP race. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can argue about this for hours. All here, yeah, so. we definitely could. <laughs> I'm going to get a fifth round pick, and this guy wants me to trade Oladipo. <laughs> so uh, I think my first pick is obviously going to be Jokic. I mean, it's not it's not like you would think the season that Jokic would have received an MVP um, award would be when he, the Nuggets win. The regular season in the West, but it's looking like, looking like they'll end up maybe third or fourth in the West, maybe fifth. So um, it's interesting. Interesting to see like to your team winning it doesn't mean all. It, it's more your performance and how you show up on days that they need you. Just like this, just this past week, for example, um, Murray goes down with a season-ending injury, and just to bounce back the game after, Jokic drops a triple double, and the, the Nuggets beat Miami Heat. Like, it's just games like that that show you, like, the caliber of, like, play you need to win an MVP award. Mm-hmm. And um, he's this, like, I don't know, just not much to say. Like, you just look at his numbers. Uh, he's almost averaging a triple-double game, 26, 10, 8.8, and 1.5 steals a game. And he's challenging for the franchise leading and uh, triple-doubles. So, he's contributing yeah. in all four fronts, he's, I think. He's having, showing he's up having a career to. year. Yeah, showing up when he needs to. And... Um, I think I think he'll win it this year unless someone bounces back like really. I think the closest, and then I'm going to say my runner up are really close to be Joel Embiid as well. Those yeah. ten game absence kind of killed him a little bit in terms of the MVP race, but I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's beasting it. He's beasting it. Philly, so. Philly Philly did still like pretty well when he was gone too, right? It wasn't like they like slumped hard. I think they they won like more than I think they were like an eight like a seven and three record or something like that with with Joel Embiid gone. So yeah, like, I mean, I wasn't tracking it. Too. I don't know the type of like pl- like teams they played to, like or if they were home or whatever. Like, yeah. So like, I don't. I wasn't, but like, I, like I just think not being on the court kind of hinders your individual awards. Mm-hmm. And like, even like, I'm just gonna go to the, like looking at the rookie of the year awards too. Like, um, the candidates. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like looking at this list and like, uh, it's, it sucks that Lamelo got injured because like yeah. that's like. But anyways, like the, it's the same thing applies to MVP race. Like I think even though Jokic's gonna be deserving no matter what. Like I think he deserves to be, and I'm surprised honestly seeing Luka Doncic on the list as well, um, just because I remember we were talking like a month or a month and a half back, maybe more, um, how bad the Mavericks were, and we weren't even gonna expect like any Mavericks to be in any type of awards list, even Doncic to the caliber that he is, but um, he's showing up. Like I think in the, I think the Mavericks are like what top seven in the West right now. Yeah, I think they're seven. Yeah, at least. Yeah, I so think like, I mean, in the yeah. play-in schedule because just, Luca and uh, and Mark Cuban were complaining about yeah, having a play-in, about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is you know convenient that they're complaining as they're in seventh and set to face one. Yeah, yeah. so it just show, it just shows to show like how Luca and I'm uh, and I'm yeah I'm putting on Luca's shoulders because it is um, Luca Doncic bringing this team to a playoff position, and um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see down the line. I'm hoping Jokic stays healthy because I think he deserves this. I'm just—I kind of want just a big man to win it, just to make it a little bit mm-hmm. different. Um, I don't—I don't think a center has won it since Shaq, so it'd be interesting to see if John, uh, Jokic or uh, MB can win it. Did Dwight Howard win? Didn't he win one year? I think he's won Defensive Players, but I don't think he's won an MVP. Uh, that's a good question. Let me look it up while you guys go. Yeah, Anyways, it's a good question. Before you yeah. do that, Dre, I was going to ask you actually for because I, I agree with the Jokic case. Do you think Murray going out helps or hurts him? And the, either side of that would be it could hurt him if the team starts to struggle. Yeah. And maybe they don't like because the MVP usually goes to one of the top 
two or three seeds, like teams yeah. like that. But also the other way is if, obviously, if they maintain being good enough and it's the load is going to be even more clearly on Jokic now. Um, like it already was, now it's going to be even more. Right. Well, what, would I, well, what would I say? I think if it was any, like I would say there's only three or four teams, it wouldn't help. Like like the teams you're being on. But the fact that Jokic is on the Nuggets, I think... Um, I think it actually helps them because I don't like yeah. losing Jamal Murray is a huge, obviously a huge loss. But I think a group like the, the Denver Nuggets and an organization like that, they'll 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 still pretty deep be viable. Yeah, they're deep. They'll be viable for yeah. a top three spot. And um, Jokic fits that system so perfect, even without Jamal Murray. And I think it'll just complement him even more and inflate his stats a little bit, um, deservedly so. So I would say, yeah, depending on the franchise, but in this case, I would hundred percent say it helps out Jokic. I, th- I think uh, I think I want to touch upon this after we all had our takes, but I guess it's a perfect time now. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it if it will help his case. So I, I might have to push back on the Andres because, like, it depends. It depends how it turns out. Like, say if Denver doesn't really do that well, like, not e- doesn't even matter really. Joker's stats unless he's putting up like stupid, stupid stats. Um, like it. Like a lot of these MVP candidates have gone through like their own set of like. Play their like I guess they're the Robin to their Batman been injured like for example if you and this is a guy I want to like put out to like, for example Damian Lillard um he's someone I think should have some like MVP buzz too um like he had CJ McCollum out for a really long time and he like balled oh, yeah. out and, and is keeping Portland still into like the race Duga Doncic has Porzingis out basically off and on the whole season um and he's still having th- their team out uh, in the playoffs like I'm just saying like hypothetically if Denver slips say from like the four spot that they are to like maybe more of a like six, seven, eight, like maybe the Dallas Portland range. Like, do you still consider like the joke as a front, the front runner for, for that? Like when, when, when he can't like kind of, kind of overcome what some of these other players have like overcome so far. So I would would say no, but to like, when I was answering Liam's uh, like question, like I, I even said that I was saying like the organization wise, like, I don't think they'll slip. Like my point is that I think like the, the Jokic will still be the highlight of that team and even pushing numbers while they'll be contending for a third spot or fourth spot to sell. Mm-hmm. So I think like I think it's my my opinion is they won't slip, but they very well could, and then and, yeah. and I could be wrong, and they could be Jokic could be out of the playoff for, uh, the MVP race, like or like you said, unless he's putting up monster numbers, like basically mm-hmm. triple double every game. But yeah. the yeah, in my opinion, I don't think they will slip, and I think Jokic will just have better stats moving forward as well. Fair, fair. How about you, Liam? What are your thoughts? And to go back to yeah. Liam's, uh, sorry, like the so no, the last center to win was Shaq, but the last big man to win was uh, Kevin Garnett, or I guess Dirk Nowitzki, power forward. But I guess center is what I meant. The last center yeah. to win it was Shaquille O'Neal. <clears throat> uh, I like I like what Trey says. I I have the same front runners. I think it's Jokic. I think if Embiid wouldn't have got injured, he'd be running away with it just because guys unplayable and his team probably well definitely a top two might might get first um yeah i uh i don't know it's kind of the age-old debate like does an mvp have to be on the best team or can he be on like a team that was like you dragged to the playoffs like kind of like a westbrook won mvp with okc when they were a lower seed over james James harden Harden, who was i i think that's probably the the exception of the rule most of the time it is one of the higher seeds um, yeah, I don't know. I could also see, like, honestly, guys, I know he's on my fantasy team, so you're thinking I'm biased, but Curry's making a run here. And the thing Man. about Curry is he's got the media on his yeah. side that are already kind of starting the narrative. So I could see him getting votes, 10 straight 30 point games. Did you see the highlights of like the shot yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> crazy and one was insane. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, and MVP races tend to to get shaped by the media and the voters, and I mean sure. Curry's gonna have the gonna have all that on his side, gonna have the story. The he's been carrying this team. Look what they did without him last year, which is true. Last year they were the worst team in the league, and this year basically yeah. they have him back. And Draymond's playing a little, well, more than he did last year, but I mean the big reason is Curry. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't give it to him because I don't think your team can be that bad like if you're really literally on the bubble of playoffs i don't think your team should win but uh i i could see that narrative taking over a little bit 
Yeah, and I think like and we we talked about this before. MVP race a lot is like and just awards in general are all like narrative. A lot of it's like story driven and like um what the player has done, like the story <laughs> behind their yep. their contention and stuff like that for the award. Um and like Ramona Shelburne, Shelburne uh, even said this herself like a lot of voters um from the media, people who have a vote um are either story driven voters, um they like the story of the player and vote majorly on that majorly on that. But also, there's other voters who vote on the statistics and how like a team's doing and stuff like that. So it all yeah. it all depends. Like like you can go back to go back to the Russell Westbrook um, when he won the MVP, and I'm just like I'm just probably gonna like like roll his eyes because I was just, I'm like I'm a huge advocate for like the James that that was the year James Harden should have won it because I think like just he averaged a triple double and he hasn't done since like Oscar Robertson and like I hear you, but also like. James Harden had very similar numbers. He was like one point five assists away from averaging triple double. His team was like a lot better, and um, I think because they, they won the West, they won the West that year, right? Like the the Rockets, um, and and I think I think that should be valued more than someone who basically just for this could be just me, but inflated his stats a little bit, at least a little bit in that season um, to to average a triple double. So I think um, I think I'm more of a proponent of like the better maybe the better team and better stat person so like i i do agree with you guys i think Jokic is like the front runner i mean he's not on the best team but um he his team is still doing well like they're in fourth place in in, in the west um so i think i think and his stat and his numbers are ridiculous so and he so, hasn't missed any games so uh, that, let, let me ask you down if, if Jokic, if, if the nuggets come six in the west do you would you still have Jokic? and yeah. he puts the same numbers as he is now would you have him mvp uh, I probably would just because he's he's carried that like th- through the whole season. Okay, so, so let right. me so let me tell you this then: Westbrook came six in the West and averaged a triple double in the season, and you wouldn't yeah. give him MVP because who's 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 the James Harden to to the Westbrook in the season? Like who would you say? John Beat, I guess. It'd be John Beat. They're, they're not in the same conference, so you can't. It's it doesn't matter. To, yeah, it does matter. I think it matters a lot. Like I think it matters like if you're what conference you're in. If if you're not directly beating the team, like Harden was directly beating. Like Westbrook's like Oklahoma City Thunder by a lot. They they ran away with the West that year. So I think like I think it it matters because it's like a head to head like comparison essentially. You can't compare the 76ers in the East compared to like the sixth place if say if they finish six Denver Nuggets in the West. You can't really compare that. So you're saying so you okay so you so you think that's a huge deal for you that they're in I think offices. I think I think it's pretty comparable. I think it's a pretty like I think it's enough to like make me think okay if I'm comparing Jokic and Embiid. And also, Embiid missed games, so I think that's a proponent as well. Um, then well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pick, sure. Yeah. Okay. Then, then, then I'm then I'm picking then I'm picking Jokic if that if the, if those were if that's what I'm comparing. But if if for example, say if Denver like completely slips and falls to like eighth or ninth, like the the Steph Curry range, then I probably would pick Joel Embiid because you can't slip that far. Yeah. Well, I was only asking team. because I wanted to compare it to like your argument with, and I think yeah. I think it was more impressive with Westbrook's doing than Jokic, anyways, because Westbrook had a much worse team than Denver Nuggets have right now. Yeah. When he won MVP. Yeah. Yeah, Very much true. worse, and yeah. he still dragged him. He still dragged him to a six foot place spot in a West that we everyone was thinking was like light years away from the East at that point. So I mean, I think that just helped Westbrook's case even more. But and I guess I get what you're saying. Like it's very for you, it's very team dependent on where they place in the in the in their standings in order for you to give them someone an award, which mm-hmm. I get. It's like that'll be your vote if you're if, when once you get your media vote down, that 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 can that's when you get you can, you can cast it. Yeah. Yeah. So and then and people think and then, and then people have my opinion too. So like it'd be that's the whole point of voting, right? I guess it's just like of course, it's not yeah. all fair, and, but and it's not to say like um Westbrook wasn't like deserving of being like in the in the conversation of at that year, the conversation of like I mean I'm not saying he was like a scrub or anything. I just thought like that James Harden deserved it a little bit more. But yeah, no, I agree. Like I think Joel B is definitely deserving. Uh Joker is deserving. Um, like we said, I think Steph Curry's even, I think Steph Curry's deserving just to be in the conversation. Like, I don't think he's going to win it, like to what Liam said, but to be in the conversation, I think he's deserving. Uh, I think, I think Yanis is a, kind of a boring storyline. I don't think he's going to win it, even though he's, yeah. Uh, Milwaukee's if like, if he hadn't right won now. the last two years, then he yeah, was yeah, I think, season just in a I think he's a very, you yeah. have a better chance. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a very, like, I don't like voting like that, but I, I think I'm just like thinking of like the media. Like, I think it's a very boring storyline. I don't think they're going to want, like, not that they don't want, but I don't think they're gonna be voting for Yanis as like an MVP. Even if, even if Milwaukee does like finish, um, first, like say they finish first because they're actually like um playing really well so like so far. So even if they say they do finish first, I still don't think Yanis is gonna win it. I think it would go to like 
depending on like how the, the the Nuggets do or the 76ers do. Um, and then but even like it was the Steph the Steph Curry thing is close too. Like isn't like I mean how about like how about the Golden State Warriors end up winning like going like a fifth like a ten game winning streak because I think they're on a four game winning streak right now. And uh, like they just, they, lost, they just lost one uh, yesterday, but that no, was no, still, right. I think Boston. Milwaukee, I believe, or Boston. Yeah. Boston, yeah, yeah. So, but prior yeah. to your last night game, they're in a four game winning streak. Say they went like nine in the next like ten, like ten, and they end up yeah. jumping to like five, six, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Steph Curry could could uh could be a favorite come like come early May to win a, to win the MVP. Yeah, that'd be cool. Could that'd be, be a good story. That'd be a good story for sure. I feel yeah. bad for Jokic though. I would. Yeah, I think I think this is Jokic's year. And an international player. When's the last time international players won it? Or probably Steve Nash. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, except for probably Steve Nash. Oh no! What do you mean, Yanis? Last year. Oh yeah, last year. I guess true. Yeah. Okay. But prior to that, it was uh, Dirk Nowitzki. It looks like, and then no Steve Nash. Yeah. See, that's, so that's that just proves how bored we are with the Yanis narrative. We already forgot that he's back to back every week. We just talked about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, do, I do want to throw some love on Dame, though. I think I think Dame has been ha- like an, having an incredible season. And his um and he's been carrying like a lot of the load with Nurkic and CJ McCollum being out. And they're, they're yeah, still in six. Yeah, yeah so, I agree with that. Just mad, just mad love to Dame. I think, I think he's like, and he even like, I think who, who's in the interview with, he interviewed with someone and he said himself, like he thinks he should be, he should win the MVP award this year. He said he's doing everything that he's done. He's having the best, one of the best seasons of his career um, with everything that's happened. And he's, and he's been performing and his team's been doing um, well in the West. So I, he yeah. even said to himself, he's like, I I, des- I think I deserve more than any year to be um, this year to be like my MVP year. So and I also, think he's going for it. When when a guy like like a lot of people would say that, but when a guy like Dame says that, like it, it's kind of more believable. Like Dame doesn't yeah. really just talk himself up, kind of like for the fun of it. Yeah. Like some other guys would like hype themselves up. I feel like Embiid saying he's like, "Oh man, I should be Defensive Player of the Year." I kind of take with a little grain of salt because Embiid's a bit of a goof and kind of <laughs> hypes himself up a lot. But yeah. like Dame is more usually a quiet, go about my business guy. So the fact he's saying it, I don't know. I think it's even more believable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think and, it is a bit like Daniel was saying. It's very team based too. Like the Portland Trailblazers are not in a good role right now, and I think Dame realizes that. In order for him to win, he's going to have to start winning, which is all entirely on him. Which sucks because it shouldn't be. Yeah, but yeah, I, th- I think he definitely has the opportunity to too. And like I think this is like this this West, um has been like like i think the league now has been like one of the best it's been in a while like to be honest in terms of like just talent and stuff like that so and uh, the west is like packed and so is the east, east is packed too yeah like like the fact like save dame comes like third or fourth like you're beating like like save like portland becomes comes like third or fourth in the west which is highly doable um um i think like think of look at the teams that you're beating like you're beating like say that if you're beating the clippers like you're beating Kawhi and George. If you're beating, say, if you end up beating Denver, you're beating like another front runner in Jokic. Like you're, like it's like if you, I don't think he'll get it if he, they're in sixth. But if you vault yourself higher, and if you beat like the Lakers, like you're beating LeBron James and AD. I know there's injuries issues there, but like just, just like the narrative of like um, who you're beating to be there, I think definitely puts a, a big case into like the the Dame, uh, the Dame conversation. So yeah, I think yeah. I think if if he could put himself in that in that way, because I don't think I don't think they'll catch up to like Phoenix and Utah. They're just rolling right now. But I don't think he needs to. I think he just needs to come in like that third or fourth place. And I think the I think there could be a valid conversation there for sure. Because I don't think Dame's name is even. I think his odds. I looked at Bet three six five, and uh, I think his odds are like twenty two to one or something like that. Twenty three to one. Uh, let me check my phone quick. But I was thinking about putting a che- a cheeky like. Few bucks on that, just to, just to, <laughs> game, yeah. don't you don't you have Jokic? Uh, I do. Jokic? So yeah, in the yeah, beginning of the good. year, I, I put I put I didn't put that much. I'm kind of like a pussy when it comes to betting, um, <laughs> but like especially futures like that. Um, but I had um, I put money on on Jokic and um, and Kevin Durant like for for MVP. So um, Ke- Kevin Durant was ten to one and. He was looking really good, or eleven one, sorry, and he was looking really good until obviously the whole injury and then for like two games. games and he got hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, first, the, the first two months, the first two months, he was like, yeah, yeah. Um, killing yeah. it. No, and I then, agree. I have money on him too, so I'm yeah. 
Yeah, so I put four bucks on him, and that's not betting out. But then I also put two bucks on Jokic, who had the same odds, 11 to 1. I don't know why I only put two. And uh, yeah, and he's uh, front-running, so I could cash out at $14 now if I wanted to. But I think I'm just going to leave it because only $2. So, and then, yeah, so I think, so to go back to what I was saying, I think Dame is around, um, and if that's like a future, I think that's a good future bet to put, like if you just want to put a dollar or two on, uh, Dame is 21 to one, 21 to one odds to to win MVP. What's, what's Steph at? Steph is at 51 to one. Ooh, that's a good that that's I think a that's good one to go with. Yeah. 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 Doncic is 31. Uh James Harden is tied with Dame with 21. Uh LeBron James is 19th. 19 to 1, sorry, not 19th. And then Yandis yeah. is 19 to 1 too. Does that tell you the disparity Wait, in the race right now? According which to I don't get how is LeBron James like not not talking about quality at all, but just injury. Well, how's LeBron James at like better odds than Steph Curry? That's what I'm getting. Because it, yeah, because his name's LeBron James, and he yeah. <laughs> wins the media vote. Yeah, True. I mean, well, this this is like betting, so like I don't know how to know how they like they're rating this, but um, but like just in comparison to like what they think, how the race is going, like Jokic is one point four, um, and Joel Embiid is three point two. So like that's by far, and the third the third next is Yanis with nineteen. So that's by really? far th- those two are like are um. Well, tied with LeBron James, yeah, but the, but by far those two are like, in their opinion, running away with it in the in the in odds for bet three six five. So, Julius Randle one hundred fifty one to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, what the hell? They have they have Joe Harris five hundred and one to one. <laughs> oh man, that's cheeky. Yeah, yeah they're just putting random players to suck your money in. Yeah, no, 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 no MVP like candidates coming out of the blue. You already know at this point. There's going to be three players that win it, mm-hmm. most likely. Yeah. So yeah, no. Um, it's going to be an interesting wonder, race. I wonder how much money they're making off that Joe Harris. Like, like what's the point? Some if he's up there. I don't know. There's <laughs> probably some crazy people out there that yeah. are just like betting. Like, man, what if? Yeah, yeah. Putting, putting, like a, putting like a dollar or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like if like, if you get like a hundred stupid people, that's a hundred dollars for free. Yeah, Austin Rabello probably put one and one and thirty at the start of the season. <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah, you mix you mix uh you mix um stupid stupid bets with someone who's addicted to betting, and that's what you get. <laughs> you get the Wendell Carter votes out there. Um, but yeah, no, I I think this MVP voting's it'll be I think it'll be fun to see someone new. As much as I yeah. say I'm not a story guy, I think it'll be fun to see someone new um uh winning winning it this year. So. Uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, I think we, I think we, I think we covered most of like basically the candidates. Was there anyone, any other guys you guys want to shout out? I know we kind of added Steph, Dame. I mean, if we're digging as deep as Joe Harris, I think we might cover. <laughs> 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 get, get our top, get our, get our top 500 list out for next podcast <laughs> <laughs> and sitting at 2050 or 2500 to one we've got uh Lou Dort. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 42 points and now 20 and then the 26 points <laughs> can't, can't believe can't believe you guys are putting putting uh dirt on his name yeah i was, was kind of i was confused at first but then i think daniel Doug is he's like, a poor guess- fantasy player dan He's gonna be, but I'm. I'm not like I'm not. I'm not like saying he's gonna be like he's great now. But I'm. He's gonna be. He's gonna be really like. I think he's gonna be really good in the future. Like, yeah. He's a keeper, so the, so it's for the for the listeners. The discussion was whether Lou Dort was gonna be a keeper on anyone's of our <laughs> fantasy leagues uh, or fantasy teams in our league. And we keep and eight players. Th- there's yeah, we keep eight players per team. And the the, the the pushback was Liam and Austin saying that we're basically laughing at Daniel saying that Lou Dort was a keeper. And he pulled up the season rankings and obviously. Through season rankings, he wasn't going to be, but I yeah. think um, just and then just to say that I don't think it's all season rankings because there's a lot of things, like consider in terms of keeper yeah. league because age, uh, potential, all that. Yeah, all yeah, that but jazz, you guys gotta but... think like Dort is literally in the best position to produce value. Yeah, that's like, what I, that's really what I got me too. Team. That's what I got me too. But but, but that, that's, see, what, that's, what player, fantasy, that's what fantasy. That's what fantasy is really. Go. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying he's a really good player. Like, if you're thinking keeper league, oh, I'm going to keep him because he's young down the line. Like, the next 10 years, I doubt he's going to be, like, on a team that is giving him this much opportunity. Because And this is, to his credit, he's a good player. It's a really, I think he's a winning player. Like, I could see a contender being like, oh, this guy, put this guy, let this guy guard the other team's best player in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And if he's on a team like the Lakers, he's not going to be getting 40 points a game, I don't think. 
But but I think I think I think you're kind of missing the point a bit though, Liam. Because like, say he's like, it looks like he's like one of. It seems like to me, and I could be wrong. He's one of like OKC's like kind of cornerstones to like their development. Like him, Shea Gilgis, um, and then maybe maybe another another player. Like just say an, hypothetically another player. Um, I think if you if you have Pakusevsky, yeah. Let's say Pakusevsky. Like say if you have like those those are like say those three players are what you want to build around because of what they've shown you. I think, like, why not stay on OKC for, like, an extended period of time? It doesn't mean he's going to go to the Lakers or, like, Milwaukee or, or like, well, I think the 76ers actually be really good. But, like, in, I don't know, like, another, like, these these crowded teams, like, it doesn't mean that. It just means, like, he's going to be on OKC for the foreseeable future, for the most part. Um, OKC is going to be bad for the foreseeable future, for the most part. And if they didn't want, want to groom Lou Dort alongside um, Shea Gilgis, like, how is that not a good keeper value if, he, if he's going to be, if he's shown to be special? Well, here's, here's where I push back. Like, I, I, was, I, was on, I was on both your sides at, like, different times because you guys made pretty good arguments on to keep him and not yeah. to keep him. But, so if you're going to think that way, keep. yeah, is a question. <laughs> yeah, is a question. Lou Dort question. Um, I think if you're going to think the way you are, Daniel, you've also got to take into consideration that, Lou Dort is not Shea Gilgis as a janitor, and I, I know you know that, obviously. Yeah, know. Uh, but like, so like, say they do OKC defaults a couple spots and get, ended up getting a top five pick in the draft. Lou Dort is, is replaceable. Like, if you're gonna draft a shooting guard, like they'll, yeah. they'll replace Lou Dort. It's not like they're gonna go out of their way to not draft a shooting guard because they have Lou mm-hmm. Dort. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't yeah. think you're putting. I think a lot of like I love Lou Dort, no, no doubt about it. But I think you're putting. You say cornerstone pieces. I don't think. The only cornerstone yeah, piece is there. SGA. That's yeah. the only one. That's the only one that you're not yeah. replacing at all. So I think you got to think of it that way as well. Like, but like, okay, he's quality, but not and, and, that and quality. This, so, so, so say well, OKC. Like, where do you think like they're gonna draft? So right now they're so they got 20 wins, and so they'd be drafting top six right now. If the lottery goes like the way it's supposed to go, they'd yeah. be dropping top six. They're tied for the fifth, sixth spot. For the, for the so, draft. so, tell, so, um, so you're telling me in terms of equal value, like say like equal value in the draft. That they're all there's all like guards in that like five that they're they have like you'll you'll be like remiss to like not pick. No, I'm just saying quality wise. If there's a guard there, but that's like quality. But I'm just saying like because like if, if there's a comparable guard in terms of talent with like a, a big man or like a wing, like you yeah. you could you could choose that wing would. or big b- because you have like someone like Lou Dort. I'm not saying you don't. I don't think that that would factor into the decision. Like I don't mm-hmm. think they're saying like you're saying if there's an even player. Like two even upside skill players, whatever mm-hmm. that play Dort's position and a big. Like I don't think they're being like we have to take the big because we have Dort. I don't think they say they have to, but I think it factors in. I definitely think it factors in. I, I know I know for a fact there's a lot of me- media outlet there media saying like how especially Dort can be. I'm I'm not saying like he's going to be the next. Like, I think all, he's like, a all-star. great. I think I he's think, a great I th- player. I don't think he's a. I think his fantasy upside is a lot lower than his real life upside though. Like, like, yeah, like for example, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking at like this, like a mock NBA draft, and you have like, you have like bigs and like wings here that you can pick over, like to not replace someone like Ludor. Like you don't, the only people like guards I see here is like Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, and Kate Cunningham. But they're probably not going to get Kate Cunningham unless they get like the first overall pick. You could get Jalen Suggs, or you could get, um, you could get Jalen Green, but you also have Jonathan Kaminga or Evan Mobley to not replace that certain position. As well as other, like a bunch of other players too, like underneath. But maybe, I'm just maybe they'll about, like, grab the Davion Mitchell. Imagine Mitchell and Dort <laughs> defending. Jeez, damn, yeah, that'd be scary. Yeah, so I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I think you guys were like, I think like, and and to think also to put this in perspective, like some of the the eight or seven keeper leagues, and I don't know why like you guys are talking that much, Liam, and and especially Austin. Um, like, <laughs> like, like some of the some here of we the go. Let's hear the pushback. Yeah. Some of the seven or eight picks that people keep, and it includes me as well, because I kept Blake Griffin, are like criminal. So like oh. like to keep to say you like you wouldn't keep Lou Dort in an eight man keeper league, it's kind yeah. of like. Um, like that's where I, I, that's where I have to put. I've back got a lot. ten. I've got ten better keepers. Bro, than Dort. Okay, let's, okay. You know, we're, let's do this. I'm, I'm gonna check your team right now. All let's right, sure. Right now. Sure. Okay, so who? who okay, so I, I see Bam. Obviously, is one. Bam. Wood, Chris Middleton, Wood. Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Gordon Hayward. Six. Those are those are Rish, guaranteed. Rashawn Holmes. Oh my God, man! See this? Dude, this, are you this, serious? this, this okay, sure. Rashawn Holmes is the twenty-eighth ranked player in in per game value this season. Twenty-eight. He's a but way you, better keeper than Luke Dort. So, so you, but you, you think he's gonna you think he's gonna keep it up that value? 
Yes, maybe so not the, 28, but, the, but, but he's, that, he's a better I, keeper but, than but, Dort. But, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Where like where you go from, like okay, he's Rashawn Holmes has one really good year, and you think that's gonna like. Like, two really good years like, now. like I, I could I could like hypothetically be like Ludor is going to be this in like two three years and that's why I'm keeping him. I could yeah, say that you too, could, and I'm saying. saying Rashawn Holmes is already this good. Okay, sure, Rashawn Holmes. That's seven. Let's just put Rashawn Holmes seven. Who else? Who's your eighth? Um. Well, oh, Derek White. He's better See, than Dort. But do you see what I'm getting at here? Like, like these, yeah, these like, seven, like these eight, like, but no, but Liam, Liam does have a like, like if, if he's your ace spot, like you're you're kind of expendable, like at that point. Like if, if you take value, like I would take a rookie potentially over, like okay, like, for an example, I have, I have a Coro on, on, on my bench right now. Like I don't know if I'm going to keep him or not, but like seeing how the next season goes. You might like a person might tend to pick Okoro over Ludor to keep potentially. Like it just depends on like what you have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, but, I but think like, it, like I, I feel I like don't think gonna... you should be keeping just based on age and like potential. But I think I, you leave I, a spot like, open for that. Yeah, I think like, it'd be worth like, it. Your A spot could be like well, the thing is out. Your yeah, A maybe. spot, like if, if you're picking Derek White, your that your A spot is based on potential, even though you're thinking potential as a 26 year old who plays in San Antonio. So like it's like. Yeah, what do you really like? Like, what are you really like? like, What are you really picking here, right? So it's like, I don't know. You can say that last one. Dude, dude, he's he's not even that. Like, he's averaging barely, barely over what Lou Dort's averaging, and he's five years older than him. But but let me ask you too. Like, uh, like you you see players like dance. Like, you see potential um, openings for players on certain teams that you like expect them to do better and progress over the years. But you also have players like. I, I hate to pull out this name because I had on my roster and I really like him. Andrew Wiggins, who like barely made my roster last year, like this past year. I had to trade him in order to get an asset because I was going to drop him. But like he's been, he was on, he was given multiple opportunities to be like a star fantasy player and he yeah. barely made top 50. Like I don't even think he made top 50 for like most of his years while he was in Minnesota. Yeah, see, I don't think you can just be like, so oh, it's my like, guy's younger, yeah. so he's going to be better. Like, and just because he has an opportunity, he'll be a good fantasy player, which I don't think is I don't think is right either. Like, the only thing Andrew Wiggins got me was points, essentially. And I think Ludor may be there as well. And, like, do you really consider that an asset? I don't know. It's a, like it's, It depends on your team, I guess. But, like, yeah. what, what would you think? Like, do you but think that's a possibility not- for Dort as well? I mean, it could be a positive. I'm not saying it's like out of the question, but I'm just saying like like for like for example, let's take uh, Liam's Derek or Derek White. I'm just like pulling up the stats here. They're virtually identical, but Derek White is five years older. Like what Derek would you White's pick? the 105th ranked player this season. Lou Dort's outside of the top 200. But but the, the, other than field goal percentage, which which I think them are basically saying because it was is Derek White's 40 percent right field goal. Yeah. And and Derek White, this is kind of in the season 39.8. Like you're saying next season, oh, Lou Dort's going to take a step. Derek White will too. I know he's 26, but he's kind of had the season from hell, had off-season foot surgery or had foot surgery right at the start. Uh, I, I can, I'll can, i bet you that Derek White takes oh, a bigger step okay, next okay, year okay. than Lou Dort does. Let's, I'll actually bet. Who does better fantasy-wise next okay, year? Okay, but Derek here's White the thing. Easy. I'll, I'll take that bet easy. Whoever okay. has a, who's, whoever's a higher-ranked right. player next year. Are you going to bet on ranking? Like how are you gonna do this? Oh, true. Yeah, I guess like yeah. What are we betting on? Arbitrary. I don't know. Um, I don't know how we're gonna do. We have to like we'll have to position this in a way that I'm down to take your bet though. Like who's, who does better? But we'll we'll have to discuss the terms <clears> after. I say we use Basketball Monster. It's the one with the Z scores. It it considers every every category and contribution. Okay, how about, how about injury though? You got to put an injury thing too because injuries yeah. come like you can't you can't guess injuries. Yeah, you they, can't predict injuries. Basketball Monster has a per game basis too. So it's oh yeah, so yeah. so per game per, game, per game Derek White is better like, than Dort, or is it just rankings? Is it like two different filters? Per, yeah, I'm on is? per game right now. Uh, okay. but, but but per game, does, like if Derek White misses like 20 games and Ludor plays all all like not yeah. all, but say so like, we can, that, I think that matters now. Like, do they calculate that? Yeah, so we yeah, can, per game. Yeah. You can do per game value or you can do total value. So uh, okay, okay. I don't okay. know. I'm, I'm down to bet whichever one you want. Sure. Honestly, I, I have that much faith in Lou Dort. I, I'm I'm down to bet that. I'm down to bet that. Let's do it. All right. We'll iron we'll out the details off the pod, but we yeah. got it recorded on here that yeah, we will be recorded. betting yeah, I, have, I, have, I have that much faith in Lou Dort. You guys are sleeping. Just watch. No, I, I, I think I'm with, I'm with you. I am sleeping, I'm with you and so. against you, Daniel. I'm with you and against you. <laughs> I think, uh, like, you make valid points, but so does Liam. It just like, depends on your like, team, really. Like, this, this but, is like, like Lou Dort the hatred like, that Liam came, like, got, came with, yeah, I don't yeah. agree with. Like, especially Austin. Austin has nothing to argue about because his team's 
like, like, this way. like I'm gonna position this in two ways. One, if Lou, if I drop Lou Dor, Lou Dor is going like the first second round in our draft easily. No, he's yeah. not. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Not for me. Okay, maybe maybe he is. I'm, I'm telling you personally, I like I would keep most of my players over Dor, and you guys are gonna disagree, but I guess it's just a fundamental disagreement. But even yeah. like I'm looking at my team now, Miles Bridges. You see, he's been popping off lately. I think he's got a bigger, much bigger upside than Lou Dort. But but in, in his team, though, like where's he gonna play? Miles Bridges. Yeah, he doesn't start. On, he doesn't even start on his team. Yeah, he's been Washington? starting lately. He's been popping uh-huh. off. Yeah, it's PJ Washington, Gordon Hayward, and uh, whatever. They they I'd even I'd yeah. even take Podal. I'd keep Podal over Dort. Huh? I'd yeah, keep Podal over Dort. Yeah, I consider that too, especially with uh, like when Lamarcus Aldridge uh, gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's been, something. That's something. That's, that's something. Okay. That's but, uh, but but okay, so I'm just saying, like he he's gonna be one, he's gonna be one or two, and that's Liam because and Liam, you're one of the deeper teams in our league. So like yeah. I'm, I still I still disagree to the extent because I picked Dor in your eight spot because you picked Derek White, but that like whatever, it doesn't matter. Like so we have te- we have teams that like are desperate desperate for players, and you're telling me a 21 year old who's had a like a good oh, breakout season yeah. is not is not gonna be on everyone's list. He's not gonna be kept, on, other teams. Yeah. Gonna be kept so, on mine, but he could be kept on other. So I'm, I'm and, uh, so I'm just saying like that and like that and my other point was basically this is his breakout season essentially like he this is the time where he's like he started last year and he had a really good game um, I forgot who he locked down in the bubble and put his name out there for like OKC okay, um, he's locking down everyone in the bubble yeah and then, and then so this is this <laughs> was basically, everyone. <laughs> this was basically his, like kind of breakout season so like, I don't think uh, and he's really good defensively I mean the stats are no like there. breakout offensively because no one knew like. But this is yeah. a second actual, like actual, actual season. And this is the first breakout season. Um, so I think a lot of people are going to put like, oh yeah, he's only averaging this. He's shooting really poorly. But like, this is the first season in the NBA. Give him another season to, to get his feet under him. Like basically, like basically train uh, in the off season, get, get, get stronger, play, get, get smarter. And I think he definitely could be something that like, I think well, a lot of people all, could we uh, all know. Consider. We all know your championship window is 10 years down the line, Dan. So I know you're in no rush. You're going to keep I'm, these I'm young a, guys. I'm, 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 a, I'm a great recruit. I'm basically the Calipari of our league. So yeah, yeah, eventually it's really much. Except you keep your, you keep your players four years and they still yeah. aren't good. Yeah. True. Well, I'm, I'm not going to be shipping them for nothing. Like I'm not going to be shipping them for nothing like Austin. So Blake Griffin. So you're not going to get, yeah. Blake Griffin was, a, was definitely a bad keeper. It's funny because I could have Chris Boucher too. It's kind of, it kind of stings a little bit. I could have too, but I made a poor trade. Yeah. So I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, it's definitely we, something I have to consider, but, um, well, I mean, I'm definitely gonna keep Ludor now. Like I, there's no way I'm not, but I love him. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have Isaiah Stewart in the wings too. He's been popping off re- recently. I think he would be a better keeper than Ludor. I know Liam's been looking at my team for Isaiah Stewart. I can, I can feel like, you know, like in those shows where you like, you feel the pressure of someone and they have like their face behind them. Like feeling, that's, that's, that's Liam with uh, Isaiah Stewart. Just waiting for me to yeah, drop him. Yeah, he wanted him? No. Yeah, I, 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 I think he's good, but I haven't he, been, he wanted to, he been wanted like, to trade. please he, he let Dan drop couple, Isaiah Stewart. He, he offered me a couple cheeky trades that didn't really <laughs> no, make I sense. No, I didn't. You did. Isaiah Stewart? Yeah. Didn't you offer me, what's the other guy in Detroit? It was like a shit trade. Oh, Sadiq Bey? He ever used to that, that's possible because I've been sometimes when I'm I got a shit forget. player that I need to move on I just offer like <laughs> so he anyone, forgets but. he forgets <laughs> you offer me a Sadiq Bay for Isaiah Stewart yeah maybe but it, it wasn't <laughs> a serious like actual like text you'd be like dude let's do this trade it was like browsing fan tracks fair, and being fair, like fair. oh I'll offer this for pretty much any guy that's worth it worth value <laughs> fair but yeah um yeah we we digressed a lot but that was a that, that was a fun conversation um. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think. In terms let us of, know, like, listeners. Yeah, let us know if what you guys thought. If Lou Dort is worth keeping in fantasy, I know, I know, I'll, we'll have one listener out there on my side, Austin. And, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you, know, you know, who's also on my side, my boy, my boy Kevin O'Connor. Yeah, he, uh, he's on the Lou Dort train too. So, so well, I would like keep fantasy him in fantasy league, though. That's the same. Uh-huh. Fantasy was a different yeah, discussion. Yeah, I would keep him in fantasy. In, 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 in a keeper league, maybe he sees the potential, so maybe he would, depending on his team. Actually, KOC, KOC's team would be all like. 21 year old young he'd have bomba you know mm-hmm. all his guys come 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 the koc then of our league you'd, you'd be the okay. verno you'd be the verno i don't think sure. i'll say i don't think that really is a compliment is it yeah no not really mm-hmm. i mean i'm winning i'm winning our playoffs so don't worry it's coming yeah, yeah, we'll see, yeah we'll see 
You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hope Carlton Towns like all of us days. could be in the in the uh, next all my, round for, for, all, for all my haters, uh, Ryan Sherwood and uh, and Austin Rebello. I think I feel like we bring up Austin's name a lot in this, but I, I think yeah, we do. It's because he has slander. He slanders people a lot. That's why. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, and Andres was uh, picking Ryan Sherwood to win to win the league this year, basically. I pick him fourth. Uh, I didn't pick him fourth. What would you pick him fourth? Yeah, the committee. The committee. Yeah, the committee. It's a blunder from the committee. But, the, but 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 he but he made it. But the committee the committee made it up with uh, Tyrese's pieces going in uh, yeah. going into yeah. dark horse. The yeah, committee right. wasn't expecting Ryan Sherwood to hold uh, Hassan Whiteside like, <laughs> yeah. the whole season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they predicted him dropping on week on week two, but <laughs> the committee yeah. was wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was a uh, definitely like a fun topic. Fun. I think this is this is cool because we more like freelance a bit. Um, and I think, uh, this is a good conversation to have, especially the, the, the rest and the MVP race. I think those are going to be hot topics, uh, the further on we go in the NBA. Um, so yeah, let us know what you guys think about our, 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 our spots on the MVP race. Um, especially the Ludor thing. And, and I know, uh, as, as you fellow Canadians, you'll be on my side. I know Liam's not patriotic like me. That's fine. Um, it's true. I don't I have know. any Canadians on my team. It's a whole, it's a geek. Criminal. Criminal. <laughs> uh, do you have any? Um, I, I had Chris Boucher, but I traded him, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm so, yeah. so re- feeling the repercussions of that who, trade. Who did you, who did you trade him to again? I traded him to the guy Dallas. who won the league. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I traded him for Chris Drummond. Boucher, Donovan Mitchell, and oh, yeah. Darius Garland for a second round. Drummond, Mal- uh, Malcolm Brogdon, and Kevin Herter. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. Not uh, great. I was really, I really didn't want to trade Donovan Mitchell too, but I thought it, yeah, that Drummond, Drummond uh, <laughs> resting on Cleveland for a green trade really, really screwed me. Yeah. Really screwed me. Uh, but whatever, we move on. We move these on. guys got to consider our fantasy teams, man, when they're resting. Come on. Bro. Yeah, honestly. And, uh, you know, I know it means the world to us. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So, but yeah, we'll close it off there. Th- thank you, everyone, for listening. Let us know your thoughts and our opinions. Um, but yeah, so if you guys... Tune in. We do have our YouTube channel up now. We're going to try to put some more stuff up, hopefully, and maybe put the pods up uh, sometime in the future. Uh, I am saving my, this is another shout out, my um, my Top Shot packs that I'm getting. I have three right now, and then we'll probably, if I get one more, I think Jason and I was, we were talking, and he, we want to do another, un, uh, un, uh, was it not, not unboxing, but unpacking. Uh, opening our packing, opening up our packs, <laughs> yeah, unpacking. <laughs> um <laughs> And well, yeah, so that you get another YouTube video out for you guys. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, um, I didn't, that we didn't go over, but recent news, um, that LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, retired this past week. Um, yeah. so shout out to LaMarcus and, and his family. Um, he, he wants to go on his own terms because he did find like an irregular, he's been playing with an irregular heartbeat. And scary stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Very scary stuff. So, um, shout out to him for putting his health first, his family first. Yeah. Um. This honestly, that this the more this thing's bigger than basketball. So, um, I think going out on his own terms, um, shows a lot of like strength and courage <laughs> for him to do that because I know basketball is a game that he loved. So shout out to him. Um, I know it must have been a really really tough decision, but yeah, there's a, there's more important things out there. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there because uh, much love to Marcus and yeah, I think he. Uh, I think if Brooklyn wins, they'll they'll give him a ring. What yeah. do you guys think? Well liked yeah. guy around the league, it seems. Like, yeah. I know that there was always rumors that he and Dame didn't get on too well and they're like, because mm-hmm. of their, their separation there when, mm-hmm. uh, when he left Portland. But one of the first thing Dame, like that happened was I'm pretty sure Dame tweeted out like, uh, Portland retire this guy's jersey or something. Yeah, he did. Damn. So, yeah, that's good. That's good awesome. sentiments. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy, Dame. Yeah. Good guy, LaMarcus. Both good guys. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to end the, the pod off with that. Thank you everyone for listening again and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.